You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Wednesday, January 13th. As we get moving into 2021, we have some fresh items to fill up your calendar. The next IT Services Lunch and Learn is Monday, January 25th at high noon. The title is Conquering Outlook, Practical Strategies for Managing Your Email Inbox. You'll learn how to use tools and customize settings in Outlook to transform your inbox from a difficult, immovable donkey to a prized workhorse. Also, I'm pleased to announce the return of Process Palooza. You can look forward to virtual weekly sessions every Tuesday at 10.30 a.m. Pacific from May 11th to June 8th. 2021 also heralds the return of the Great LSS Race. It's a fast-paced competition during which teams use their Lean Six Sigma knowledge to improve actual campus processes. Visit processpalooza.ucsd.edu to stay abreast of the latest news and be on the lookout for registration details for both the weekly sessions and the Great LSS Race. And speaking of continuous improvement, that provides a great segue into introducing this week's interview. We caught up with Prachi Raheja and Sean Monroe to find out how the Lean Bench makes process improvement come to life. This is Mark Herzberger. Today I'm joined by Sean Monroe and Prachi Raheja. They are the managers of the UC San Diego Lean Bench. Prachi and Sean, welcome to the pod. How are you? Super. Thank you, Mark. Doing great. Good to be here. And why don't you each start with a brief introduction of who you are and what you do at UC San Diego? I'll start. I'm Prachi. I lead the continuous improvement as well as the business process analysis areas within ITS. I also serve as the Lean Bench Manager for ESR. I'm Sean Monroe. I'm Lean Bench Manager for ESR as well, just like Prachi. Um, I also have a small part I still play at the Jacobs School of Engineering with their Administrative Process Excellence, aka APEX initiative. Um, and I am uh, more recently the service owner for Quali Build here on campus. All right, we've mentioned Lean Bench twice. So, what is Lean Bench? All right, the word lean comes from Lean Six Sigma, a process improvement methodology which is built around reducing waste and process efficiency. The bench refers to a roster of UCSD staff members who have been selected to deploy their Lean Six Sigma skills on real life projects. Put it all together and you've got a team of, you know, somewhere around 10 to 12 experts, depending on uh, what the cohort looks like that year. And they're deployed on ESR projects or other critical projects around the campus to practice, you know, process improvement. These practitioners then engage in the projects directly with the subject matter experts, stakeholders right from the beginning and help cover, help uncover the processes measure the processes, analyze the processes, and make recommendations for improvements. They basically become key partners 
in um, you know, a project like ESR, which is not just focused on switching out the systems, but also improving our processes, making them simpler. So rather than hiring outside consultants for doing that work, we're using our um, you know, internal talent and staff across the campus who have these skills to help with process improvement. That's what Lean Bench is. And who is on Lean Bench? Where do these folks come from and what are their qualifications? So early on in the ESR efforts, um, we really kind of looked at what we were doing and, and how we wanted process improvement to be an essential part of those efforts. And we realized as much as we could, we wanted to limit the amount of outside consultants that would come in. We would have to teach them up on our processes. You know, it's very different in higher ed than many other industries. And they would, you know, consult for a while, give us some process improvement ideas, and then they would leave with all that knowledge and we would be left with trying to implement those ideas. And we wouldn't have necessarily that that same in-house manpower. So we really look to leverage the Lean Six Sigma knowledge that's already here on campus and has continued to grow over the years and really empower these people that we already have on campus to really be able to put those skills to use and continue developing their own skills and maintaining that knowledge and that expertise that has grown through ESR and LeanBench uh, here in-house, right? These people go back to their regular day jobs. Um, so they, they are from all over campus. All the different VC areas have participated. We've had great turnout from these different areas where these people come into LeanBench, they get this experience, they get to really you know, stretch out their Lean Six Sigma legs, if you would, um, and then go take that knowledge and all of that gained experience back to their own divisions and departments all over the campus. How did the Lean Bench come to be, and what is the role of Lean Bench in ESR? Yeah, that's an interesting question. So we discovered that there was a rich Lean Six Sigma trained population here on the campus that could be tapped in. Currently within UCSD, we have over 3,000 Lean Six Sigma trained professionals, including you know, white belts, uh, professionals on the health side, and of course, on the UCSD campus. And, and that, that includes various levels of Lean Six Sigma talent or qualifications, you know, like Lean Six Sigma white belt, yellow belt, green belt, black belt. And we have plenty of processes around the campus that can take some improvement. So all that was left to do was connect the two and Lean Bench was born. And you know, once we had this concept of Lean Bench, uh, one of the critical missions of Lean Bench was to support ESR with the process improvement effort. And so quickly, Lean Bench became the you know the process efficiency arm for um, for ESR. And so far, Lean Bench has already contributed in you know many of the key initiatives within ESR, such as. Um, research administration, finance administration. We're currently working with student administration. We've also worked with you know, some of the projects that are non-ESR and you know, some of them are one card, security and privacy reviews, time to hire, whenever we have the opportunity to, uh, you know, to support the projects outside of the ESR realm. But yeah, that's, that's how uh, Lean Bench you know, continued to gain more and more um, popularity and added value. Why, why is process improvement such an important part of ESR? 
This is one of my favorite questions to answer. Um, so ESR, Enterprise System Renewal, is a, a huge program. We're getting all of these individual projects that are giving us, I like to call them like the, the newest and greatest of systems out there to support our processes. But those systems are only ever going to be as good as the processes we put in them. Um, so it became, you know, a big part of ESR to not just go out and get these fancy systems and throw everything we currently have into those uh, new fancy systems. If you think of it a bit like buying a brand new race car and you take the engine from your old Civic, and I, I could say this, I, I love Civics, I own Civics, <laughs> but if you take that, that engine from your old Civic and you put it in this brand new fancy race car that has all the bells and whistles, it's still not going to be very fast. And that's uh, very much the same uh, with the systems and everything we're looking to do in ESR. So as important as those systems are, uh, it's also really important that we take this time to really look at our processes and optimize those as much as possible so we allow those new systems to be as fast and efficient as possible uh, as we go through the process of implementing and continuing to improve on those systems. What areas did LeanBench work on in 2020? In 2020, uh, LeanBench focused on supporting ESR under multiple projects, including research administration systems, financial administration systems, student information systems, which is, um, you know, which is currently going through the RFP process and the conference room pilot process. However, within student area, we have some runway to do our process analysis even before selecting our system. So, you know, so we're doing that. We're using as much time as we can use to understand our current processes and analyze them and see what we need to simplify before we go into the implementation. Outside of the ESR realm, we also supported some of the non-ESR projects, such as security and privacy reviews, as well as time to hire. As we you know, move forward, we are going to continue to support student information system, which continues to be the focus going forward. During 2020, student information system, we process landscaped about 117 processes, which means we identified 117 processes within the student area. And then after going through a prioritization exercise, um, around 67 of them were identified for deeper dives. And it might sound like, you know, it's 67 processes, but in reality, when you look under the hood, each one of these processes could have multiple variations because of, uh, you know, the same process being conducted differently across UCSD extension or campus or for, uh, you know, students within various, various uh, populations within UCSD, such as, you know, student, students of the pharmacy school or medical school and things like that. And so that 67 number translates to over 170 process maps created within ProMap, which, are, which is our business uh, process management tool, across 194 working sessions, interacting with over 230 SMEs. So hopefully that gives you the length and breadth um, you know, of the idea of um, the, the process analysis work that has been put in place during 2020 for, for just the student area. And Sean, I think you have a good example of a, a past lean bench project that did the process analysis and then uh, was subsequently implemented. Would you like to share that one with us? 
Yes, that would be the subword process here at UCSD. And this was one we originally performed a lean bench process review back in, I believe it was 2019, as part of our work with the Quality Research Project, and ended up ultimately making a recommendation that was agreed upon by the project governance team of utilizing the Quali Research Subaward module to manage all of our subawards here at UCSD. Now part of that is uh, although the subaward process has a lot of contractual and day-to-day -day transactional type of processes uh, within itself, those really ultimately flow into our financial system and at the time we had our old soon-to-be sunsetted financial system in place and we didn't want to do a lot to connect all of the pieces to that old financial system so part of the recommendation was also to wait till we had Oracle Financials come on board where we could really make the connections to our new financial system. Um, so some time had passed and part of the Oracle Financial work that LeanBench was doing, uh, subawards came up and we had a, somewhat of a unique experience of actually now coming in and taking this recommendation that we had originally made and uh, taking deep process dives into the the minute details and minutiae of the process to really make sure that we were moving it into the right direction and setting up and um, creating this ultimate process that we could roll out here at UCSD to manage our subawards. Part of that was working with a, a large group of SMEs. Uh, the the subaward process actually lived in two different systems originally um, for the contractual and transactional uh, pieces of that process. Uh, one was a homegrown system that was maintained uh, here in-house with all our technical resources. One of the other sections that subawards lived in was a vended solution um, that we still had a lot of maintenance involved. Uh, we were able to uh, sunset the need for both of those systems for the subaward process, move over to Koali Research and help guide and create the integration that would move all of the financial pieces of subaward transactions over to Oracle as our new financial system. Um, so part of that, when we were working with the SME group, we really concentrated on anything that was done manually in the past and how do we automate that? How do we really create these redeployable person hours where people were spending time doing these manual non-value added process steps and turn those into time that they're able to now devote to other more value added transactions that they could be doing with their day-to-day -day time and their workload availability. So really excited with the outcome of that. We're, we're now taking a look back and really starting to put the measurements as the process, the new process begins to normalize, people get used to it, we're able to take measurements of all the savings and all of the automation and really put a number to that redeployable value add time. So we're really excited to, to see those starting to appear. We see them day to day, but now that we're able to start measuring them and really show the impact that that process had, um, we're pretty excited to see the outcomes of that one. And Pracha, you mentioned earlier the student information system and LeanBench involvement. Um, what specifically did LeanBench contribute to that in 2020 and going forward in 2021? What will the involvement be? Yeah. So during 2020, you know, like I said, we started with a process landscape, which means we mapped out what are the different process areas within 
the student administration area so that we can pick up you know areas that need more attention more deep dives and uh, you know go uh, further into analysis for them so within student administration we have uh, you know at the highest level we have seven areas pre enrollment enrollment post enrollment student finance curriculum teach and learn and then various processes are identified by decomposing each one of these areas into um, you know into groups of processes we did some uh, work with the core team members and the key stakeholders to identify which ones of these areas are you know in scope for the student information system implementation and did deep dives for those that were identified as highly prioritized processes and you know like i shared before that translated in, translated into over 170 process maps for uh, current state work which means we now know we are more familiar with how do we do the processes currently including the multiple variations of those processes that happen across the campus as well as ucsd extension next step for us would be to go deeper into system agnostic ideal state which means what is it that we want to do we know that we want our processes to be simpler and not complex because of the current system inabilities or system limitations that we have based on the systems that we use today. So we want to be able to simplify our processes and go into uh, you know, the exercise of process re-engineering, which might involve radical redesign of some of the processes to achieve improvements in productivity, cycle times, and quality. So we'll be, we'll be embarking on the journey to identify system agnostic ideal state which practically means how would we want our processes to work if we were not limited due to system limitations, or if we had the best student information system in the world, how would we want our processes to look like? So with that picture clear in our mind, it makes us so much more empowered to go into the design stage. When we go in the design stage and when we are actually working with the implementation partners to put those uh, systems in place, we now know what we want our design to look like. And uh, you know, we have the high level requirements built in. And so the focus for 2021 will continue to be on identifying the system agnostic ideal state and then going from there to designing the actual future state. And if people want to participate in Lean Bench, what should they do and what are the minimum qualifications? Great question. So as we stated earlier, we're really looking for um, local Lean Six Sigma expertise and process improvement expertise across campus to get involved with Lean Bench. Uh, we do have our annual cohort of Lean Bench members. This is a group that we're really giving preference to Lean Six Sigma black belts and green belts, uh, but it is open for everybody to apply. Um, when you apply, it's really, we're really looking for people that um, have that process improvement mindset and want to continue building their expertise and knowledge and get involved on campus with some of these larger projects that are going on. That is a, a great way to get involved. Uh, you can go to the Lean Bench website, uh, search Lean Bench on Blink, and you will find the application process and the application to actually apply yourself uh, right there. And it'll kind of walk you through all the steps to do that. Um, we also have a new exciting 
type of way to get involved with Lean Bench called Lean Bench Gigs. This is going to be much more of a targeted commitment, uh, meaning it won't be an annual basis, but really looking to bring in some Lean Six Sigma expertise on a very uh, targeted time boxed scoped project uh, that's very uh, spelled out what is needed. Um, it's going to be about five to eight hours per week for about 16 weeks would probably be the average gig. Again, this is, um, we're giving preference to Lean Six Sigma black belts and green belts, but that is not a hard requirement. We are really looking for people who want to continue to grow their skills, their expertise, their knowledge, and again, just get involved and get some of that real world experience uh, through these ESR initiatives and projects that we currently have going on across campus. All right. Thank you, Sean and Prachi. I appreciate you joining us on the podcast. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.